I'm gonna need a five-star review. Five-star ride. I'd like to share with you one of our five-star reviews. Hey, five stars. For the five-star review, where we on Fizz Radio talk about the latest Syracuse recruiting news and the prospects that could be headed to the hill. John, we usually talk about football and basketball, kind of go like one and one each, even it out. And we already talked about Kyle Filipowski, but he's making his official visit to the hill. Actually started it yesterday, still is in Syracuse this weekend. Uh, we talked about Filipowski on a prior episode of Fizz Radio, but let's just do a quick little summary. What could Syracuse get with the four-star forward out of New York? They get a good two-way player, and basically to keep it simple for the fans here, you get Marek Dolajai, but a guy that can shoot the ball from beyond the arc and really everywhere on the floor, so that'd be a huge upgrade for Syracuse at that four spot. Yeah, he's playing his summer ball, his AAU basketball with the New York Rens, and really standing out. He's having a heck of an AAU season from Wilbraham, Massachusetts, and he's also got a twin brother with some Ivy League offers. So both the Filipowski twins are making a name for themselves on the recruiting scene. John, one more thing I want to talk about in just reference to this whole thing, because we're also going to talk about some football guys that will be headed to the 315 to see the campus what does an official visit do for a prospect? Oh, it's huge because you only get five official visits, right? You can uh, you can visit uh, any college you want unofficially, but you have to pay for it, right? So if you agree to do an official visit on the school's dime, that's huge for the school. That lets them know that you're genuinely interested in the program, and they're obviously interested in you, and it gives you a chance to tour the school, get to talk to administrators, professors, get to see campus, and sometimes even go and experience a game day atmosphere. Now, when you go in the summer, you don't really get that, but usually when you visit in the summer, you try to hit a couple different schools at once or go to camps, so uh, it doesn't matter really if the official visit's in June or if it's in September. If you get a prospect to come on an official visit, when you get to have that one-on-one experience with them and show them what they're going to be seeing and experiencing in college, that's huge. And that official visit in the summer maybe gives you more one-on-one time with a coach, maybe gives you some more time to tour the facilities. If the team's in there, you don't. You kind of have to stay out of the way as a prospect. Obviously, you want to interact with the guys, but you have to let the team do team things. Now, you can hop in the weight room by yourself, talk to the strength coaches, anything you really want in the summer. The coaching staff's still on campus, so there will be plenty of opportunity for Kyle Filipowski to interact with the Syracuse basketball staff. But let's transition to our football prospects because, John, these are two guys on opposite coasts, but both with high, high ceilings and who would vastly improve Syracuse in the coming future. Let's start with Jaleel Florence, a cornerback in California out of San Diego, goes to Lincoln High School, a four-star on the 24-7 sports composite, the number 32 quarter cornerback, excuse me, out of California. Right now, lists Michigan and Syracuse. Boy, do we have ourselves a little have ourselves a little conflict of interest here, but lists Michigan and Syracuse as his top two schools right now on 24-7. And uh, Damon and Mandalara are 
uh, the guy that runs the the Fizz site for Fizz Nation out there, he wrote an article uh, talking about Florence and his just some quotes on Michigan and on Syracuse. He's actually going to visit the Wolverines June 11th, and then two weeks later he'll come to the 315 all the way from California, which is kind of crazy. He's going to, you know, kind of spurn all those Pac-12 programs and come to this side of the country to visit a college. He's also got offers from Oregon and Washington, so he has options to stay home, but he's also kind of trying to look at places away from home. So Michigan and Syracuse, two to look at there, and Syracuse has a legitimate chance in this recruitment, and just like Jacoby Spells, who we'll get into in a second, the Orange got Deuce Chestnut last year. He was a three-slash-four-star corner, an elite cornerback. If Syracuse can recruit any position on this team that's been successful, it's defensive back. So let's see if uh, perhaps Syracuse can steal another one for the West Coast. And Syracuse keeps having success with these taller corners. Melifonwu standing at 6'2". Trill Williams also a six-foot-plus guy. I, I like what Dino Babers and his secondary staff are going after when they go offer these corner prospects, not the small dudes that can be, get beat by a tight end, get beat by a bigger receiver, both Florence and Spells over six feet. John, watching the film, the first thing that stood out to me was Florence's speed, and he's a track star too, runs an 11-second 100-meter dash, and it really showed on the film. Yeah, like you mentioned, Syracuse likes to recruit a specific type of cornerback, and Tony White does as well. And by the way, Florence and White have a special connection that's definitely helping in this recruitment. White is obviously Syracuse's defensive coordinator. So what what he lacks, what he has in size, he doesn't lack in speed. Like you said, he's an 11-second 100-meter track guy, which is pretty much where you want to be if you're an athlete. And watching the film, he's also a playmaker. This guy has a nose for the football. I saw a scoop and score play. I saw him pick up another fumble. I saw him force a fumble in special teams. Syracuse has forced, uh, caught the third most uh, interceptions in the past three seasons in all of college football, right? So bringing in guys that have a nose for the ball and like to make plays and cause turnovers, that's just prototypical Syracuse defense, and this guy seems to fit the mold. Only thing about Florence that I worried about just a little bit is he gambled a bit too much, used his speed to sort of make up for that, got beat on some double moves, and actually put those in his highlight tape. However, the recovery speed is impressive, and so you can teach those early technique things because natural athleticism always is going to pay off. Yeah, and he said he, he wants to play in a heavy man-to-man -man system because he thinks he fits the mold of playing that, and obviously Michigan defensively does that, and so does Syracuse, but the Orange kind of like to use their corners in a lot of different ways, zone, man, blitz, so I think he's an all-around corner. He could be a good fit for the Orange. All right, let's go from West Coast to East Coast with Jacoby Spells, another four-star corner out of American Heritage High School in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, he's got a crystal ball to Miami, but it feels like every single prospect coming out of the Sunshine State has a crystal ball to Miami. So we're going to go ahead and throw that out the window. Indiana, Miami, Syracuse, and West Virginia all listed as warm on 24-7. John, what do you like from Spells? I like a lot. I mean, we talk about how Florence is fast. Well, Spells is even faster. He runs a 10-7-900 yard dash, and on the film, that really shows up. This guy likes to get involved. He likes to get his hands dirty. He's actually also a former receiver, and that actually helps him out playing corner because he's more aggressive in those 50-50 ball situations, and he plays at American Heritage in Florida, so he's playing against the top competition and on the scouting report on 247 sports they have him as a they have him pegged as a round four to seven pick potentially and his speed is a 10 out of 10 so um even if he is kind of raw at the cornerback spot you'll gamble on that speed and athleticism he's a guy that's going to get a lot of opportunities to defend passes 
because across from him at American Heritage is Earl Little Jr., one of the best cornerbacks in the entire nation. So Spells might be that guy that gets picked on, but I think that's a positive because, as you said, not a ton of experience playing at the cornerback spot, but I think that receiver experience helps a lot because he reads routes really well. He breaks on the ball extremely well, and he can lay the boom. That's He's not afraid, as you said, to get in there and lower his shoulder. So I, I like what I see from Spells, honestly, even more than what I see from Florence. I'd make Spells priority number one, although his recruitment might be a bit tougher with those SEC schools starting to trickle in. Yeah, but Syracuse, like we said before, has gone into California. They've gone into Florida before, and they've taken big prospects out of those states, like Latari Kinsler, uh, out of Pahokee. I think of a lot of different players that Syracuse has stolen from those states in the past couple of years because they can promise more playing time. They can't really promise it, but you can, you know, if you're a four-star corner, you're Jacoby Spells, you can infer you're probably going to get chances at early playing time. You're probably going to get a chance to start and play as a freshman like Deuce Chestnut might be able to do this year. So if, if I'm Syracuse, like you said, uh, these guys are both high priorities, but I think Spells is one and Florence is two, CB1 and CB2 in this recruiting uh, class. Certainly not bad priorities to have if you're Dino Babers. So Jaleel Florence and Jacoby Spells are our football prospects to watch. Florence is heading to the Syracuse campus in just a couple of days, and Kyle Filipowski on site as a basketball recruit for Jim Bayheim and company. That'll do it for the Fizz 5-star review. We're taking you home with Fizz feedback after the break. Oh.